1: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: 13 hosts, a new panel every week. It's time to talk today's hottest issues and trending topics on The Social Dozen. And now, here are this week's
3: hosts.
1: And hello, socialites, social misfits, social deviants, and social jerks. It's the Social Dozen with four of your all-time favorite podcasting hosts. My name is Matt Bradford, and we're going to go around the table. But first of all, you have tuned in to the one and only podcast where 13 C-B list? What are, what are we calling ourselves, guys? C-Cups. I like C-Cups. C-Cup celebrities. Uh, we get together. We talk about what's going on in our lives, uh, which, of course, you're going to be very interested in. And we also talk about what's buzzing in the world, uh, <sighs> politics, entertainment, pornography. Sean, I know you got that covered. Hey. And uh, anything else that's kind of popping up on our social media feeds. So before we get started on that, let's go around the room, introduce ourselves, and maybe talk about something that's uh, buzzworthy in our own lives. And let's start with, uh, let's
2: start with Chip. Chipchilla. Introduce Hi. yourself, Mr. Chip. Hey guys, I'm Chip, aka Captain Chaos from the B Team Podcast and Agents of Shieldcast, broadcasting f- tonight from Wally World, Connecticut. Hey. Let's go with uh, my man. Well, both of them are my men,
1: uh, but we'll go with Mr. Y. Mr. Y, you next.
0: Mr. Y, I, am I a special Mr. agent Pink. or something now?
1: Mr. Pink.
0: Mr. Pink, Ooh, Mr. Pink is a really good slice in two boots pizza. If you ever, ever go to New York City, it's probably one of the few mm. chains that's worth, uh, grain of salt. They that's do a Pink pizza crust, place?
1: Mr. Pink. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Well, no, they do. Two, it's called Two Boots Pizza, and they have a bunch of uh, Reservoir Dogs pizza slices. Oh,
1: uh, they Pink super trendy. Uh. You
0: know, it is kind of New York joint. Yeah. It, it, well, they've been around a lot of time, so like they get a pass because they they're part of like the history. You know, it's, like, a, it's almost as iconic as Ray's pizza. I don't know if Do you know you the whole thing
1: about Ray's Pizza, but Ray's Pizza is that like racial pizza?
0: No, no, Ray's, Ray's. Oh, there, okay. There's Ray's Pizza and there's Original Ray's, and everybody fights about who the original was and who what the better uh, pizzeria is. But a but if the joke is in New York City, there's a bunch of places called Ray's Pizza, and
1: none of them are affiliated with each other. <laughs> that's Dude, that's
3: like Biggie versus Pac, man.
1: <laughs> well, let me ask you something, though, because we go to New York a lot, and I, I sometimes get the impression that. What's considered hipstery and awesome in New York would just be, like, a shitty pizza place here. Is that close to the truth? Like, do you, by nature of being a New York pizza joint, become this trendy place if you're in New York? Or is that is the pizza actually good wherever you go? The pizza
0: is generally good wherever you go. Like, I would say that shitty pizza in New York is better than, than, mo- than good pizza in most other places. That's what I would say.
1: All right. All
0: right. uh, with the exception of the big chains, like Sabaros is meh. Like I don't know why you would go to Sabaros when there's tons of local pizza joints.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, Sabaros is good in other places, but in New York City, they're just absolute crap.
1: I'm gonna admit something to you guys, and please don't judge me for it. But the very first time I went to New York, the very first dinner I had, Olive Garden in Times Square. Oh yeah, and, uh,
0: it's a terrible trap. <laughs> they were
1: charging five
0: hundred a head for New Year's Eve for first uh, per person for yeah. New Year's Eve because they, you know, prime prime location. But I'm like, it's Olive Garden, like I know. that's like that's like uh, I don't know, like Chuck E. Cheese charging the, the two hundred a head for for like. However, it's weird. The
2: the only reason that is actually worth it is a you you have a little space to yourself, and b uh, you have a bathroom. Right. You have access to a bathroom. And if you had to sit there, and I don't know why anybody would ever want to, I, me being a claustrophobe, why anybody <laughs> would want to uh, be part of that clusterfuck <laughs> on New Year's Eve yeah. uh, and stand in New in Times Square in probably 30 or below weather yeah. for six-plus hours, I'm going to yeah. have to take a leak. Well, let me tell you, point. Tr- i I went and, down with – oh, sorry? Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be the guy next to me's leg. I think
1: people come out of there selling poop. But I went down with uh, <laughs> Mariana and and uh, other couple for New Year's Eve one time. And our plans were to be part of that group. But then we got there. And it was like, you'd have to line up all day. Yeah. So what we did instead was we went one street over to a pub. They had all the screens playing the New York ball drop. We just got wasted there, had an amazing time. And we're so glad we didn't go to that big crowd. I think we saved ourselves.
2: Uh, my uh, my cousin went one year and got pickpocketed. Oh, jeez! Oh, you know, yeah, uh, I mean this is twenty, oh, probably thirty years ago, but I remember he went down and yeah, uh, somebody pickpocketed him. I, I mean, I don't like crowds to begin with, mm-hmm. so with the, the with idea you. of I don't like Times Square uh, <laughs> in December, anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it, it is just. The it, you know you're pushed you're shoved it's uh, just a wall of people. Uh, I have no interest in. uh there you go, New, York. New York after Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving through <laughs> New York. No
1: interest in you, New York. You heard it here on the social. dozen. and Yogi. I'm sorry. Yeah, please continue introducing yourself.
0: Oh yeah, I'm Yogi. Uh, <laughs> that's short for Yogi's. The love people at IRL do call me Yogi. Uh, my real name is. Uh, that's in, and uh, I think the, the kids use that uh, to refer to in real life. Okay. I, sometimes I use acronyms so I can feel younger and relevant, you know, because I'm a fossil, as I'm sure many of us here no, uh, can relate to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the awkward silence,
1: I really, feel, uh, I really feel the support. But yeah, you There's know, a lot uh, of awkward silence. No, I support you. I love you, buddy. Don't worry. Forget we love you, love are. you, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I dabble in
0: lots of things. Uh I I had a network uh called Geeky Antics and uh we do had? Yeah, what's
3: up? It, what what happened? what happened? You said had.
0: You said
2: I had. I think you said head.
0: A head up. Yeah, oh, it's, head up. it sounded it's like had.
2: It was like, "Oh, yeah. you guys
0: It's <laughs> my noose. latino accent. That's what I been looking fast <laughs> like you hey, <laughs> know. <is whatever." laughs> I head, buddies. I head up, I head it up, okay, <laughs> I head it up. But you know, we uh, we basically are, we have some exclusive shows. We also syndicate a lot of shows, including Chip Zone, uh, the b Team podcast, which uh, h- helps us generate a lot of traction and then gets more eyes
2: and ears on their yeah, stuff. Like the uh, on eeky antics now? Yeah, right. when did that happen? I didn't know about that.
0: <laughs> you you messaged me on Facebook. You said yeah. I offered. I never knew you took me up on it. <laughs> Uh-oh, guys. Let's take this offline. I Listen, never heard of the B Team. Listen, if you ask for something, I don't waste time on it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys to have to figure I, this I, out. I'd, okay. I'd
2: be plugging it on, uh, I'd be plugging it on all, uh, the end of the show. Probably, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I probably should have said something about it. So, yeah. If I, you, I don't, don't even know what time it airs on Geeky Antics.
0: <laughs> well, it's, out, it's we have an aggregate feed, which goes out oh, to wow. iTunes and Stitcher and a bunch of stuff. And then what that is is just another way for people to discover it. So that if they look for geeky antics, they'll find you guys, and then vice versa.
1: You know, that's kind of how we do it. E-team be part of two networks though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're syndicated like that. All games. That's that. You, you guys are all games. That's that's your network, right? That's your your your, your flagship show for all games. Mm-hmm. We're just get, We're just another. Another uh, – we're like the Herald at the corner saying, here ye, here ye, just trying to get a little more attention for you, you know? And then pick back. Exactly. Oh, we well, want everybody
2: play. to listen to the B, B team, uh, and the more places that we can make it available to them, the better. I just didn't know because I, I'd at least uh, give you guys I, – I plug your show, obviously, Yogi, but I didn't I, realize I, we were – Take it off. Okay. Right. First of all, you call B-Team the
1: flagship of all games when clearly ZombiCast is on the line, too. Just saying. I said we- it's a flagship show. Co-flagship shows along with uh, whatever EMS does. A, a- <laughs> as in one of many. Man, you guys are putting me on a spot here. I know. So let's move. So, so who's our fourth, <laughs> fourth uh, contender in this shit show that's facing up already?
0: Hey, guys. They call me
3: Ames. That's My name, name, name is Ames, and I'm actually, it's weird that Matt introduced me last because we're sitting in the same room. High five, Matt. Awesome. Um, Ouch. Oh, sorry, man. I hit you in the forehead. You have a big <laughs> ass forehead. The Canadians got big foreheads, and they got that weird mouth where the whole head disconnects. It's weird. Bigger um, brains, and we
1: got to eat beavers. <laughs> hey, guys. Wow. Hey. Hey. Dark.
3: <laughs> hey. Hey. You know what? I got, I got to say something to Chip, though, man. I got a little beef with you, bro. Actually, it's not no? beef at all. It's not beef at all. It's the, what, your guys' show when you and uh, Eli came on. Horrible Gamers <laughs> mm-hmm. it was one of the best like um, numbers that we've gotten a podcast for a while, man. Oh,
2: that's awesome, man!
3: Probably because I named, we had I, named a, we... I named it the B Teamers, so like everyone like thought it. Like they searched for B Team and they're like, oh, there's another podcast they got. Oh, never mind.
0: That's good <laughs> SEO. That's good SEO right there.
3: <laughs> another acronym. What does that stand for?
0: Search engine optimization. Thank you. It's ba- that's basically my day job. I do uh, online Acron- marketing. And- oh, yeah. I work. create acronyms. Actually, I'm the guy that creates acronyms, and I also update wikis and uh, urban dictionary entries. That's what I do all day, actually.
1: For real? You update Wikipedia? <laughs> oh, am God. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so gullible. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, no. But I do do the – you do a lot. You know I do the marketing
1: consulting stuff. Yeah, Everything,
0: yeah,
3: yeah, Everything's an acronym for Yogi. And little do you guys know that Yogi is an acronym. His real name is Gino, and it's U-O-Gino Income. <laughs>
1: It's your only guy inside. Wow. <laughs> hey, there this you go. It's getting very pornographic. No, inside. Like inside, what's, what's up? What's, what's. Anyways. Okay, Holding so we're moving. Got it. So that's. Wink, wink. I... Wink,
2: well, wink. Sh- Sean, I just wanted to say Eli and I had a blast uh, on your funny. show. And, you know, you, and you do it live Saturday night on all games. All games. And, you know, uh, sat- and what, like, you go on like 10 o'clock Eastern. Mm-hmm. So hit me up. I'm usually not doing much uh, Saturday nights at 10. If you, yeah. need, if you need a guest host or somebody to fill in, just give me, you know, a day or two notice. I can be there. It was yeah, a lot of fun. Right after I did that show, one of my buddies, Brink, who's been kind of on a hiatus
3: for a little bit, he's like, oh, you guys did a show with Chip? I been I used to listen to B-Team, like, religiously. I was like, dude, so and next time I'll have to, like, make it on a week where he's there. So it would be kind of fun. Yeah.
0: Definitely. By the way, you know what's cool about this group of randomly selected people from a, a list of 13-plus uh, podcast hosts? We all have shows on all games.
1: Hey, mm-hmm. that's right. That's the little, the more you know moment, someone throw a mm-hmm. rainbow out. Sean, edit yeah. a rainbow. make making note for uh, Sean to edit a rainbow noise in this right now.
0: What sound gonna... does a rainbow make? Is that like a it... new, what did the fox say? What did the I fox thought say it would be? make a...
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 all right, and, add, just... and also to add fuel to the fire <laughs> yeah. my show horribly awkward I just got joined with the BS podcast network and those guys are
1: pretty insane right on. Good job. <sighs> Thanks for
3: them. lots of cool uh, shopping Matt take it away
1: yeah well I just want to introduce myself as well that's uh, Matt Bradford uh, Hi. I'm one of the hosts of zombie cast on all games network and video game outside video game outsiders on Tuesday nights on riot cast and uh, this little Social Dozen thing that we do. Um, yeah, I guess uh, that's it for pitches. I do some writing, getting into voice work. I, 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 so I want to talk about the people I've been voicing for, but I'm under like um, a NDA. day board. DA. Uh, yeah, the yeah, worst, dude. be that's that's kind of really like, the worst. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's so cool. And I've got some cool auditions that I did on Friday. Wait and hear about that. So after two and a half years of trying to break it in it's finally happening so i'm pretty stoked about that so if you need a voice uh go through my agent i guess is what i'm supposed to be saying to you guys who's your agent well, let's get that me whoa. that's me uh-huh. that's me
0: hey <laughs> matt i also wanted to add to that i know you don't like tooting your own horn but you are the host of vgo as far as many of us are concerned yep brother appreciate that that's <laughs> right you're probably Real. the only reason I, I'll say straight up. but You're probably the only reason I still listen. <laughs> I like the slow Thanks. clap. We didn't join in. <laughs> totally, Mr. Uh, Ma- it's a
2: clap of agreement. It's an agreement clap. Uh, but uh, you guys yeah, uh, yeah, you're the only one that don't on be. that show that's don't worth d- listening. Yogi,
1: Chip, don't Thanks, be dicks. dicks. Don't be dicks. No, they're not being. D- they're being nice. I haven't heard you say anything Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: shit. Whoa. I mean, I'm in the
1: same room. You're like you're getting too close, Matt. Back off. You had a really I, uh, some... thing going on, by the way. You're just <laughs> really up in my business right now.
0: And Matt, you already have some fans in our chat, and I'm also simulcasting yeah. this on our Twitch channel. Oh, shit. And O-Obi, Obi1X2, my co-host Play Live, he says, what up, you sexy bitches? Oh, I miss Matt. He don't love me no more.
1: I love, I love Obi. I just, I'm spreading my love thin these days, Obi. Buddy, it's drop, great, me Finn. drop me. Want... Oh, what does that mean? Dude, it's oh, fit
0: like uh, those so-called uh, artisan pizzas <laughs> that's like cracker, b- cracker bread and not, there's no real crust. Not dri- that's a trend that drives me crazy when it comes to pizza. Like, that's a hit. Like, like three different, different in one
1: Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was impressive. That just hit three good callbacks, by the way. Let's get into our first uh, universal topic because I, I'm thinking about this now. We're gonna, we want to talk about the Oscars, which is on tonight. But by the time you download this, you're going to know the results. So... Think of this next section as like, hey, remember before the Oscars, and now you can compare it to what happens, what we we're saying. So that's yeah. that's what you can take out of this next uh, fifteen minutes or so. So uh, for those who care, which I don't, but, but um, what what are we thinking for the Oscars? Is this uh, Leo's year? Is it finally going to happen? I hope so.
3: I hope so. Either that, or give the bear an Oscar because the bear in the Revenant was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. I
2: think my agent. My but, mom
3: and dad? <laughs> okay, I think he was talking
2: the beer in Revenant, not Fozzy from the movie. <laughs> <Yogi. laughs> waka, waka.
0: Waka,
2: waka. <laughs> but but hold up, guys, hold up.
0: That Leo definitely deserves it. Has Denzel Washington won an Oscar yet?
1: I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know which uh, surly cop did he play this year, Yogi?
0: <laughs> I know he does play the same role, so there's <laughs> that? He well. He was a little different, the of Eli. Yeah, I thought he, the
2: Oscars was a white-only event again this year.
0: Oh God! Don't <laughs> get that started because that's, that's been the real talk about Oscars. Like, you know, what was the hashtag they were using? Like, uh,
1: black, black actors matter.
0: Those, oh, black, black black actors matter. Oh God. <laughs> Why is I, that a, know, I just made that up. It's something. No, it is something like that. It's ridiculous. It's like you want the cause to be taken seriously, but then you come up with stuff like that. Like, ah, oh, come on. Because Leo is long overdue. I mean, I would say he should have got had a chance with the Departed or Wolf on Wall
1: Street. No. Yeah. Oh, Wall Street was fantastic. You should have definitely gotten something for that. Absolutely. That was dope.
0: Mind you, that movie did uh, celebrate uh, one of the biggest scumbags in history, but it's a fun movie to watch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean uh, Jonah Hill was in that. Did he win something that year, Jonah Hill?
0: I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't keep up with it as much. Um, I don't think he has won anything though. Maybe supporting actor, possibly.
1: So I'm looking at the best picture, and I think, I mean, I think my pick f- for sure would be Mad Max: Fury Road, and not just because it was like a kick-ass movie, but because kick-ass. like in terms of pure film filmmaking and just like. Just the the tone it set, the world it built, the acting. I think I think it kicked everyone's ass, right?
2: Have you uh, seen but it Room? Won.
1: Have you seen no. Room? Tell me, what is Room about? Don't spoil it though. But what is okay. it about? Um, if you want to,
3: it's in my Dropbox right now. If you want to watch it, um, it's, uh, oh, dude. It's it's hard to explain. It's just about this story about this. Mm, I'm not gonna get into it. If you if you want to watch the trailer, because I think this movie's best to go into blind. It is incredible. It will make genre you feel. is it? It is, uh, I don't even know what genre, genre it is, man. It's a drama, maybe? Maybe it's a... St- oh, God, you just...
0: Hard- it, what emotions w- does this elicit? Yeah, okay, but, am I going be okay. crying? Depressed here's, the,
3: here's the story. Here's the story. This is how it starts off. This is what you get from the trailer. There's a, there's a, there's a, a lady, uh, a girl, who's played by Brie Larson. If you guys might know her from like 21 Jump Street, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She deserves to win best leading uh female role for this I'm telling you she does she's fucking phenomenal she's a- she's a chameleon um sh- It's her and her son who has been raised in this captive state. They're trapped by a guy who comes in, and the only way he can get back out of this room i'm just going to call it, it's why it's called room is through a keypad on the door. She oh, is God. in there she's been captive. Her her son is in there. He's grown up in this room. So he knows nothing outside of that room. Okay. That's the, the base of the beginning of the
1: movie. I won't spoil
3: anything from there. A
1: thriller, or am I going to watch an hour and a half of people crying and talking about their feelings? It's not a thriller. There's like the first half of it is
3: takes place where I'm telling you. Second half it leads into other stuff, but it's really really good. It's it, a lot of
1: <laughs> a lot of emotions are played through this movie. Have you guys seen Anyone else other than uh, Sean?
0: I've heard lots of it. That's about as far as it goes.
1: <laughs> so curious. what do you guys... Yeah. I'm going to read the nominations for Best Picture. Let's, let's say who we want to win. Uh, there's the big short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, who I've not heard a single thing about, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. What are, what are your picks?
2: Chip, let's start with you. I haven't seen any of them. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh... Just because it's the only one in, of a sci-fi... Well, two are actually sci-fi bent. Um, I'll go with The Martian. That looked the most interesting of the what, the trailers I saw. All right. Sean? I'm going to say out of all these, I really liked Room
3: a lot just because it was different, but it's not really what Oscars are looking for difference. Or look at the, I think it's more going to be Mad Max or The Martian. They seem to be... Mm-hmm. Are, but The Revient was incredible. I was 100%. Beginning to end, I was into that movie. How did
2: Mad, How did a Mad Max movie end up in the talk or in the discussion for uh, an Best Picture of the Year? Because it's, I mean, it's brilliantly
1: made. You've seen it. it. Have you seen it? It's no. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, You've got to check it out, man, because yeah. it's just the filmmaking in this movie is just fantastic. Like All the, like the stunts they coordinated, like, the real stunts they did for it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pure movie-making skill, I think which is Mm -hmm. why it deserves to
3: win. Mm -hmm. And it's a two-hour trailer. Like, all the intense shit, you would go into a theater and see a trailer, like, here's the two minutes of why you should watch this movie. That's exactly what this movie is for two hours, nonstop.
1: You're like, wow,
3: Like, does it ever slow down?
1: doesn't need to. The world it builds is just so interesting. Like, I want to know about those bird people on the stilts. I want to know about the whole society, the whole war boy society. It just makes you want to just get into that world, which I think is a good accomplishment. I That's what really
0: makes you want to revisit that world for sure.
1: Yeah. I Absolutely. could not sit
0: back.
3: Video? Sorry. Yeah. I could not sit back in my seat when I watched that. I saw it in the theater and I was yeah. leaning forward like a, like a kid watching the Jurassic Park for the first time. I was, I was so into it. I couldn't just lean back and kick back watching that movie. Lean back. Lean back. Hey, do you
2: guys mm-hmm. play the uh, video game, by the way?
1: Yes. Yeah. Awesome.
2: I installed it.
1: I never played it. <laughs> No, why not? Oh, like you installed it on your PS4? That's typical Yeah, ins- chip. I,
2: I, I picked it up in, uh, you know, 40 minutes to install or whatever. I fell asleep, and then uh, by the time I got her back up there to play it, something else had come out.
3: <laughs> I, I love that yeah. Chip's excuse to not play a game is because he fell asleep once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you want to, I mean, do
1: you want to make, um, let's do two more categories, then we'll move on from this topic. Is that cool?
0: Well, probably, I, I, I will say, that, uh, Mad Max. I think we win just because of Witness Me. Yeah.
1: That's bad. <laughs> See, I, I would foam th- on your teeth. Yeah.
2: Now is uh, Mel Gibson in this one?
1: Unfortunately, no. not.
2: Tom Hardy this not. is good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, no. I think uh, I think if he was, that would probably uh, be a black mark against it because there's, you know, there's still a huge anti-Mel Gibson contingent out there. Oh, yeah. I, that's, I
1: mean, look, this is shaky water, and I don't want to come out as like what he said wasn't bad, but considering what a ton of other actors do in terms of being dicks and assholes and bad people, Phil Gibson said some shady stuff, which I think he's paid for by now. Uh, I don't agree with anything he said, obviously, right. but why Why are we giving him the grills when there's other people? Like Sean Penn has a pretty shady track record as well, Madonna, stuff like that. It's there's a lot of people you can point fingers at. Why are we still mad at Mel Gibson? Why haven't we said, okay, we'll give you another chance? Because
0: he's famous. And we put famous people on uh, a pedestal, and we expect them to yeah. be perfect. And when they're not, we're like, shame on you. Cause it's easier to judge someone else, right? That's, that's kind of the whole thing. It's like, and that's, that's kind of what social media in many places devolved to. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and I only bring that up because you know, we're a show that revolves around the kind of buzz on social media, right? And right. if you look at it, like the main reason people don't like social media is because it de- always devolves into people that feel crappy about themselves
1: judging others, c- so they can feel a little more vindicated or something, you know? I, yeah, and no, I agree with that. But even still other actors as well. Like, there's some actors who've, who've done tons worse and, and been convicted for it, but we, we seem to be okay with them being in movies. But Mel got drunk one night and let his personal feelings out, which were terrible. but <laughs> And he was blacklisted, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a the shame, it's a
0: shame.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, and everybody loves a redemption story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mo- you know, most of the okay, the award-winning movies are redemption stories. Yeah. So, uh, so why couldn't the Oscars have their own redemption story? Maybe they should have a new category for most
1: redeemed. <laughs> yeah. Just like Back from the Grave Career Resurrection um brian cranston is uh being nominated for trumbo what, what is trumbo mm. wait brian cranston from uh, my so-called life <laughs> yeah he did something else i think on a, one of those hbo Mac channels max too. in the middle middle of
3: the middle of something malcolm in the middle
1: malcolm in the middle yeah 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 and then um shit he did something breaking else Bad. uh was it breaking breaking, breaking evil breaking breaking biz <laughs> i don't know i think i think it was canceled in the first season He's up against Matt Damon, Leo DiCaprio, who we just talked about, Michael Fassbender, who I only know as the android in uh, Prometheus, and Eddie Redmayne in The Danish Girl. I want Brian Cranston just because he's the man, but I want to see Leo just finally get something. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Revenant
3: was revenant had me sucked in from the moment that I think that movie started till the end. It was slow when a movie does slow and it does it so well you're just like you're into it that's a great yeah. movie
1: I want to see that for sure It's in your oh no that's not the one in your drop box right no nope. what was the one in your drop? Oh, room. room room okay
0: I started to watch uh Revenant and I've heard lots of good things about it, but I pulled a chip and I fell asleep <laughs> about fifteen minutes in so I saw uh men in fur. Uh, shooting, uh, blood, and 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 I think I saw a few butt cheeks,
1: and then everything else is a blur. Oh, um, and you you got the most out of it then. Chip, this one's just for you.
2: Uh, movie I stayed awake in. There's only two. <laughs> There's only two. I stayed awake uh, through the entire uh, okay. movie this this year.
1: Well, I want to get your opinion on this category because yep. uh, you're an expert. Foreign language film. Tell me okay. who you think. Embrace of the Serpent. You know, not bad. I could have done with. Without the nudity, Mustang, so, Son of Saul, which is a Better Call Saul spinoff, mm-hmm. Thebe, and The War. Which one do you think is going to take it home this year? Well, I think you got to go with the porno title, uh, Embrace the Serpent. Yep, I think uh, you and I are in agreement. It, yeah. it, it's nice to see porn finally getting yes. recognized. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, unless anyone has something the, else to the say.
2: The money shot in that, it, it was a, a feat Brilliant. of cinematography. Well, it's,
1: it was like a Wes Anderson money shot. It was perfectly centered it just had a bunch of quirky characters, and uh, it was very colorful, and I, I, I appreciate where porn's going. I think. Do you really think doing it was it.
2: over the top with the bullet time?
1: Uh, well, when, when it spun around a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was maybe kind of pushing it, but it worked. I think it worked.
2: Now, was the spew a uh, CGI generator, or do you think that was real? I th- No, I think it was practical effects. Yeah. Okay.
0: You never yeah. know anymore if it's practical effects
2: or if it's even real.
0: Like, yeah. I, I would like to see what kind of work if uh, – JJ Abrams and uh, Peter North get together. I want to see what kind of work they could do together. Well, then maybe there's a lens flare. Fl- yeah, yeah, there's the <laughs> lens flare. In. It'll be epic splooge. Why not?
2: I, I, m- maybe her eyes could, you know, have the lens flare. Yeah. And, and twinkle you know, her eyes.
1: Together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> the social doesn't, everybody.
2: Well, what happens um, if Bruckheimer uh, de- directs that, though? and yeah, oh you know, The whole building will It'll start smoking Yeah, yeah. Sure. She'll blow up in a million pieces. Anyways,
1: this <laughs> podcast is rated sorry for sorry, That's, sorry, uh, sorry. We got sorry. into this. this. This podcast is Canadian rated sorry for sorry for everything. <laughs> Let's go around yeah. the room. Are we all looking at uh, the trending? Uh, ooh, sorry. Uh, are we hey, all wait, at wait,
3: wait, the- wait. Before we move on, I'll just be real quick. Yeah. I'll drop it to less than a minute. Um, oh, so. Dude. Um, so for the leading male, I hope it's Leo because I think it's Leo's year. And for the leading female role, I hope it's Brie Larson because if you watch Room, she is phenomenal. And there's movies that are for writing and for visual effects. I hope X Machina. I don't know if you guys have seen X Machina, but it's oh, such a great movie. movie. Yeah. That I think it deserves something. I really like that
2: movie. That movie I, was really good, right? Yeah. yeah and I they, before we leave the topic, I just have a question for you: Why do you guys even give a shit? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. You know, I mean, uh, I I honestly do not understand the fascination with uh video, uh with any type of award show, be, be it Emmys, Grammys, Oscars. The user voted. What about like People's Choice ones? Because I think
1: those are more reflective of best entertainment.
0: People's choice is a little better.
2: A people's choice is, I agree. People's choice would be a little better, but then it becomes uh, a ballot stuffing thing. Look at the base, yeah. uh, you know, Major League Baseball's all star game. Yeah. You know, people, yeah. you know, there are certain uh, uh, clubs that literally stuff the ballot. So you get some guy that's sitting on the bench elected to the all-star game sometimes there's a joke i think that happened in hockey this year and to yeah. the point that they uh, said hey dude you really shouldn't go um that's so sad but <laughs> wow <laughs> but i mean i i just don't get it uh i used to have so, a slight interest in the uh, grammys until they got good, rid of all the good categories on uh you know on on television, and they 're all done off off camera so but pff, it's like yeah there's there's so many other things I'd rather do tonight than watch the oscars I think it what I think
3: fair. it is chip I think it is most most of the people that are into this, like the Oscars mm-hmm. and awards and shit they they don't have they 're not like video game games they 're not gamers like us who have other hobbies. That's like their main thing. It's like they love movies. They love talking about movies. They like being excited about things. Me personally, I don't like to watch the awards because they're boring as shit. But yeah. I like to know that. I like to know that a movie or a role or an actor or an actress that I really, really loved got their award because it gives me a little bit of validation for my decision to like be behind them <laughs> and their movie. I don't know if you guys get that, but like you know, in a movie, like yeah. something you love gets an award. You're like, yeah, it makes you feel a little
1: validated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whether I like it or not, but I mean, in an ideal world, you shouldn't need that validation. I right? like just like what you want to like. But I absolutely understand what you're saying. When you when your movie wins, you're like, yeah, that's right. I yeah, I have a good taste in films. That's why people buy PlayStation over Xbox One.
0: And <clears throat> like, oh, yeah, I uh, no, no, both no, silent. Yeah.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I own both. I know. So do I. So so you know, and I yeah. play neither. So. Yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm only. I'm not playing too many games these days, which is tough for my other podcast. Yeah. What have
3: you been playing this week? What have you been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: have you been playing, drinking, watching? Except don't say anything we don't like or that's not relevant to us. Anyways, are we done with uh, Oscars? Sure. Because I, I agree with you, Chip. I, it comes up every year and I'm just like, it's just a circle jerk. It's just... It's it's people on the Awards Academy going, eh, I saw this one that no one else saw, and it's pretty good because it's directed by Steven Spielberg. That means it's got to get a Best Picture nomination. That's just, eh.
2: Actually, isn't is Spielberg usually the kiss of death? Did he finally win a
1: Oscar? Well, his Bridge of Spies is up, and it's got Tom, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like, it got a nomination before he's even made, right? So it's got to be in there. Spotlight, I did
2: not even know what it's about. Big Short, I've heard some good things about, but like... Is Spotlight the one about, uh, the Boston priest diddling the altar boys, I think? Doodling with the altar boys? Like, they're diddling.
0: struggling. of oh, okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sleepwalkers. I don't know. That may be the part of a lot of movies, actually.
1: Yeah, and a lot of real-life stories, too, unfortunately. Or was, no, Spotlight wasn't the concussion one. No, was it? Hmm. Well, uh, you're going to make me click on this. I'll, I'll, I'll look. Come on. Uh... The journalists of the Boston Globe Spotlight team begin investigating Father John Jujun, yep. who is accused of molesting more than eighty boys. Jesus Christ! Holy crap!
3: That's a lot of accusations.
1: Right. That's disturbing. I mean, yeah, I mean, everything is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you jerk faces. Let's uh, let's move along. So let's go around the room. Tell the, you know, no, sorry, let's go back for a minute because I, I did have a point about this. So if, this, if the Oscar <laughs> nominations were reflective of what, what people actually enjoy and stuff, like yeah, Star Wars, Deadpool, these were landmark movies in their own right in terms of making money, in terms of breaking milestones. Like Deadpool yeah. paved the way for a rated R movie. Like to not have them recognized just seems totally out of touch with Deadpool's the art. From this show, well,
2: Deadpool, Deadpool's 2016.
1: Oh well, screw me then. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> what about Star Wars then? Why isn't Star Wars anywhere? Star in
3: there? Wars in there? It's under under like special effects and music score.
1: But why not directing? Like, what, what, what is the thing with not recognizing these populist movies? Like, it's, it's too popular, it's a dude. It's too popular. Too many people know about it. But does that make a movie bad? The fact that it's really entertaining. Like, to what us is? It does
3: when we we're doing the Oscars? yeah, it can Yeah. Like, you know,
1: Man, I'm glad you
0: brought that up because this is like one of my ongoing rants <laughs> that, uh, you know, one of my favorite mediums outside of, you know, movies and TV, which I don't yeah. get into as much as some people do, is video games. Which a lot of us sharing, Well, we all share in common, really. Yeah. And I kind of hate that it's moving towards that foo-foo direction where we're judging video games as if they're movies and works of art, which they are. But they're forgetting about the core, the core criteria, which is is fun, is the gameplay good, yeah. not like oh man, <laughs> <Firewatch>. it's visually <laughs> stunning and oh <laughs> man, the they, they did that. Did you see that freaking thirty second one shot? That was done continuously without any editing.
1: Like, uh, who cares? Like, is it like, fun? Really? Were you entertained? Like, that's a function of a game. If I pick it up, I don't want to leave going. Oh, I guess that mountain was nicely done. I want to know I had fun playing a game. Yep, mm-hmm.
0: exactly and that and and <laughs> you know we're gonna if i if, whenever I see games that are like fifty percent cinematics, I'm like that's not a game anymore it's a it's a it's an experience it's an interactive movie at
1: best you should but join I'm- our ongoing debate on my other show by the way star wars <laughs> it it is on uh film editing music i think something else, but still like for the it's big... it's on t- the
2: technical t- things it's not on the <laughs> glamorous awards
1: right no actors no cinematography it should have at least been so maybe yeah. if
0: they threw sort of a we- uh, in star wars at the opening maybe a plastic black bag floating around with the leaves <laughs> and some oh, yeah. like God. the bus in the background then they would have yeah. probably nominated it because then it's artsy and, it, and it's smart right yeah. Yeah.
1: or finn
2: being abused
1: by his stormtrooper dad or something like that
2: but just and the, the other problem is it's a movie from 1978, so it really doesn't matter anyways because <laughs> a, a New Hope should have won back then. Yeah. And if they, if they, if they didn't give the Oscar to Star Wars in 77, 78 uh, for A New Hope, they can't give it to The Force Awakens because it's just the same goddamn movie uh, <laughs> glitzed up. I love you oh, too. Oh, man. <laughs> i mean I, I I really liked the force awakens and uh, we uh, we did the b team spoiler cast a few weeks ago on uh, the force awakens and my co host Fred uh went as far as saying it was blatant plagiarism um, uh, and it was, uh, to and you know we, we took him to task on it, but at the same time to an extent he was right i mean right uh you know instead of the the entire and I saw the whole goddamn plot. It's like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Desert Planet, you know, Orphan Meeting Kid. up with Han Solo,
1: escaping the yeah. – Yeah.
2: You know, instead of the Death Star, we have the Death Do-Decahedron this time. And, you know, it's the same goddamn thing. And he's right. But, yeah. I mean, in terms of was it a great movie? Yes. yes. Was it one of the greatest movies I saw this year? Absolutely. But, you know, I also saw Age of Ultron, and I saw Ant-Man, and I, you know, I never really thought which of those would be my top movies of the year, but Mm -hmm. those three probably would be there. Dude, um, uh, I watched Star Wars. I didn't know anything about Star Wars.
3: I mean, I've seen one movie years and years ago. I I think it was Return of the Jedi. I went and saw Episode Seven. I loved it so much. I was so stoked when I left that theater. I came home, and within that week, I watched all the other movies. Mm Mm-hmm. I did watch the first three, which I I, it really had. I really was mostly on my phone or Facebook the whole time, Um, but but I really that movie was good. So is it a good movie from from a guy who's just watching it and not a Star Wars fan? It was fantastic and a technical movie. It's just a a well made, enjoyable movie. Mm -hmm. And the girl, what's her name? Daisy Ridley, fantastic. She was fantastic as an actor. I I I think everything.
1: I think the plot was a conscious choice to kind of mirror a lot of the plot points. I think that was kind of a. that that's what the purpose was it was kind of like it's old and new kind of combining. But I think you're going to see the next two films now. Say okay, we did the first film as an homage, kind of doing our own thing. But now now we're going our own direction. I don't I don't mind that it was kind of following the same plot. I, I thought it was kind of neat that way they flipped gender roles and kind of worked some of those same plot points. And I don't think that's a mark against it at all. It was still
2: an enjoyable movie to me.
0: It's like, that's a like warm apple pie. You know, it's, yeah. it's 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 comforting and it feels like home. They needed like right. to do
2: something safe this time. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. You know, they spent they bought this license for four billion dollars. Yeah. Uh the prequels uh left people uh disappointed mm-hmm. and they needed to basically start somewhere where people would fall in love with this franchise again and bring in a new generation. Yeah. Uh it was it was fine that they did this. Uh, s- somewhat disappointing to the, you know, those of us that have been there yeah. since the beginning, but, but you're uh, on the target
1: market. The target market was kids. No.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm, pro- I'm the one who can afford to buy all the toys, <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Um, but the, but overall it's like, okay, you, you got to pass on this one. If they call the next one, uh, the, first orders at bat or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. we got a problem
1: <laughs> the first order comes back again yeah but <laughs> okay, i got a
0: good question for you relevant to what we just discussed here can any of you recall the last time a science fiction movie or tv show won any kind of award at all I can't. Uh, counters?
1: Uh, maybe it. May- maybe. I mean, Lord of the yeah. Rings. Are we counting that?
0: That's more fantasy than science fiction, though.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I'm going to look at Oscars 2015 winners. Because that's um, another thing. Like, uh, it, it's there's such a it seems like there's such
0: a bias against movies that are just fun. They're, not every movie has to genre be, films. Yeah. Yeah, like it could be uh, just a fun experience, or a nice robin. Nothing wrong with that, as long as they are authentic about presenting that. It's not trying to be something it's not, right? There's something pure about that. People and science fiction e- doesn't yeah. get enough love, I feel like.
2: I people thought E.T. E. should have won something, either director, producer, movie of the year. I don't even know if it was nominated. I remember people screaming and yelling uh, that they that Spielberg got robbed on that one. But um, And E.T. was definitely a great movie for its time. But yeah, I I just don't, there is a bias against sci-fi, I think Mm -hmm. against popular movies to an extent. I mean, other than Titanic, which, you know, uh, Avatar didn't even win. And that's the, wasn't that like the highest grossing movie of all time? Well, let me ask you a question. So
1: here, The Artist, Argo, 12 Years a Slave, Birdman. Those are the last four best picture winners. And I'm sorry but I mean aside from Birdman maybe but those aren't films that are going to be talked about in 10 20 years like Star Wars like E.T has been like like a lot of the genre films so they're just not they're not tapping into what's really sticking what's, what's really and a movies should movie should entertain too I I don't see why people are ashamed that when movies just entertain them
0: hey,
3: is is um is Jurassic World on there anywhere for like their vi- visual effects cuz that movie was uh,
1: incredible no. maybe visual effects <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying that's I'm
3: yeah. a Jurassic
1: Park fanboy I mean I'll just admit it But I feel like it took a step back from like the movie that came out 15 years before it
3: uh, you know fight about it we're in the same back. room Ooh. that movie was solid there's no way you can, no, nowhere you can go but back solid piece
1: of donkey dick Anyways. no the first
3: one the first one Jurassic Park <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a. There's nowhere you can go but step back from that. You can't go any better than the original Jurassic Park that made you believe you could just take toad DNA and you make a fucking dinosaur with it, with a damn, with a, with the with the mosquito. You know what I mean? Like that, I believed it. Until this day, I still believe that I could do that. I look for mosquitoes all the time and I find toads and I, I stick them together in this thing. I got this little thing, this little concoction I made and I never, I can't make a dinosaur. I've been trying for 30 years.
1: It's hard. <laughs> well, it's hard. keep trying, buddy.
3: It's hard. it's hard. i mean, like the movie that I loved the most from last year was Straight Outta Compton. I mean, that's the movie that I liked the most and I don't I think it may be on there for something. Maybe from maybe not. Maybe. But I mean that's the movie that I thought was the best. Which one? Straight Outta Compton. Oh,
0: that's what like uh, you here. Yeah. With the story of N.W.A, yo. Yeah. Like the wrestling organization? Uh, me. No, no, Dr. Dre's original group for, <laughs> you oh, you're trolling. Oh, you got me. Well played, sir.
1: Let's get ready. <laughs> who's, who's guy man in our chat? That's Michael Caldwell. Okay, I can't. Everyone's changed their name in our chat. I don't know who I'm talking to. These. Well I have. Yeah, I
0: have the Facebook group uh, closed right now because uh, <laughs> i I've learned I'm learn. I've learned that the older I get, the less I can multitask.
1: Yeah. So, oh, they, they were calling for you. So, let's, uh, if, if we're cool, we'll move off of Oscars and try to cover some other stuff that's actually relevant to people's lives. Let's, um, Chip, do you have anything on um, un- it's buzzing that you want to talk about? Uh, what About your stupid election. What about that? <laughs> Just oh, well, God. You,
2: I mean, yeah, we can do that. Um, <laughs> Super well, Tuesday first of tomorrow. all, Matt, well, what is the Canadian take on this? Uh, well, you know, we're Canadians, so All I right.
1: think a lot of people I talk to are, are for Bernie Sanders because <laughs> Bernie kind of reflects kind of our line of thinking, which is why not spend the money you have on the people instead of war and stuff? And to, to, ha- to see him being like demonized as a socialist is just kind of, we're just shaking our heads because isn't that exactly what you guys need right now is someone to take the reins and be like, okay, let's stop being. The, the country that aggravates everybody else and just start focusing on the people who are poor and dying in, within it instead well, of Donald yeah. Trump. Um, and Hillary, who's just going to kind of make sure pharmaceutical companies have cozier chairs. I just, I don't get it. Here's, here's a guy that wants to change a bad economy, and he's got, like, tangible ways to do it, and you guys are just, ah, he's a socialist commie, and he's going to die. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, see... I actually went to school in Vermont in 19 you – know, I went to college in Vermont freshman year, 1986, which was his freshman year as a congressman, uh, a U.S. congressman. So mm-hmm. Bernie was uh, the buzz up in Burlington, Vermont. He was the mm-hmm. former mayor of Burlington, Vermont, uh, which is kind of a, a hippie state with bad dental. Um, <laughs> and kind of back you know it's you know pretty mellow up there the you know marijuana laws were always fairly uh loose and uh <laughs> which is okay was, yeah and uh you know it was a good place to go to school and you know bernie was like the biggest thing that ever came out of burlington vermont um and you know he's a former hippie socialist uh in <laughs> you know inter And I know, Matt, you follow me. Yogi, you follow me. If you follow my Facebook feed, I'm trolling all of them. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm putting up shit on Hillary, Bernie, Trump. I don't think there's anybody left uh, in the Republican thing. Uh, And, you know, about, I don't know, at least three elections ago, I finally came to the realization that you know, basically, all of these people are greedy uh, corporate pigs. In the po- you know, they're in the pockets of big business. They really have nobody's interest at heart. Yeah. Um, so if you know, if I am forced and I'm not forced to vote, <laughs> it's a right, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But it's also a duty. If I am forced to vote every four years for uh, who I think should lead the country, <laughs> yeah. I think know, and, it's <laughs> a, and, and if I have – and if I really have to vote for an asshole, I'm voting for me. So I've written my name in oh, and uh, <laughs> uh, every uh, president – actually the gubernatorial uh, elections as well uh, for the, you know, the governor. Uh, but I've written my name in uh, in almost every election for the last 12 years. Mm. I don't want to be the mayor of Wally World but other than that um, – and, you know, we announced my campaign and that I'm running. I announced it, uh, I think, two years ago. Or maybe that's it was, cool, yeah. you know, and if we can get some grassroots and some momentum going here. Mm-hmm. It's a little you know, late, but that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's not too late. The election's not for another 11 months. Yeah, but the two,
1: yeah. isn't, the, isn't tomorrow late? Isn't Tuesday like Super Tuesday where they kind of decide? Guess what? I've won every
2: primary that for the chaos party so far.
1: Okay, where do you hold those primaries and like the local
2: uh, Chuck Basement, E. Cheese, you know, you Starbucks, know, on the internet? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it's uh, you know, there's no uh, there's no other candidate running in my party, so I mm. win. Chip, chip, okay, then.
3: hold on, everyone, yeah. everyone, hold on. Let's have let's have a vote right now. Who votes? Chip should run this shit. No, everyone with like their hands platform. up. We nope. don't have cams on, but
2: nope. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, yes. aunt- I say yes. You're in. Uh, well, I'm not, not, I'm not, in, the, I'm not just... in anybody's pocket. I'm beholden beholden to no one. You know, you just you you find the right people. You you uh, get your cabinet together. You get the right advisors, and you f- figure this shit out because none of these morons have. They may have an idea, but uh, it's not what the people want.
3: Chip well, you know what though, it Chip, is. Ch- Chip will have a big decision to make. He'll sit on the couch. He'll fall asleep. And you'd be like, eh, it's, it's in there. It's loaded. I, don't, I never really got back to that decision, but took a nap. No, right.
0: Dude, you totally get my <laughs> vote. But I think, and I think the important takeaway here is that the reason most politicians are full of crap, if not all of them, I, I say all of them, I'm with you on all that, is because they're so far detached from the everyday problems that the common man faces mm-hmm. that they don't know how to approach him anymore. I don't know, like, if you really wanted a system that works – Vet your candidates, but have people that actually come from that background. Don't not the person that you portray as the man's man or the people's person, but someone that's actually been in the shit and can say, mm-hmm. "I pulled myself out of this crap. I do not come from an uh, you know entitled or privileged background. I worked hard, but I and I remember how I know how to happen. I remember it mm-hmm. well because you know what it was last year. Yeah. Or, it's, I'm st- or I'm still
1: going through Wait. it, you
0: know. And you we don't just- have that voice.
1: You'd have to dismantle the entire political system in in the U.S. to get a candidate like that because right now it's all about what – sorry, what privileged kid grew up in the the Republican Party, went to all those parties when they were a teenager, grew up through the party, got backing from their father and their friends. Like it's never some guy off the street who suddenly finds $60 million to campaign with, right? It's –
0: Yeah. Like you can't get
1: those candidates. It's sad. You can't get –
0: and you don't, need that,
1: you don't need that kind of money to run a
0: campaign. The social media, when it's used right, could give you that voice. It, it could work. It's just, it's the freaking money game. Like, you know, the people is like, who's got the bigger dick? And it's stupid. You know, I think we should just do what, here in the States, we should do what, they, what you guys do in Canada and just pull straws. And that's how you pick your, your leadership. That's I worked like that. So
1: far, yeah.
0: Yeah. Or
1: shoot moose. You go hunting moose or something, right? Well, what we do is we tape a name to each moose and we let them run a wild. For three days and whatever moves comes back alive is who we elect as our prime minister it's worked out dude i'm, I'm all
0: for it let's do it <laughs> yeah. i want better health care because uh, the inaffordable health care act is killing me i'm a oh, small yeah. business owner and it's like yeah here do, do you want me to put the luba in my butthole now or later dude Let yeah. me know. <laughs> for, for real it is
3: like i don't make a lot of money my my health and insurance thing is super cheap, but I have like a five thousand dollar deductible. Like does that mean I may have to pay the first five thousand dollars of stuff I need done? Like that's that's not cheap. <laughs> that's,
0: that's yeah, crazy. Affordable to whom? And it's just funny that none of the politicians are, are on the same kind of they're not in the same marketplace. They have their own marketplace for the really good healthcare. It's like well don't pit pe- do peddle something to us that you know you're not you don't really believe in because if you believed in it you'd be using it too. Well, you'd be the well, you'd be the hair club for men president and the best customer. Damn it, the
2: the healthcare <laughs> the healthcare system in America is just bullshit. Anyways, it's you know it's run uh, by greedy corporate pharmaceutical companies, and most mm-hmm. hospitals these days are privatized, where they used to be yeah. public utilities. Now yep. they're now they're privatized, and uh, the cost of health care. And you know in in my Uh, real job, I see the bills daily, what they try and get away with charging uh, companies or people for their services. And it's ridiculous. Um, And, you know, you you joke that you couldn't afford a $5,000 deductible, Sean, but, you know, the cost of that surgery that they charge or Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, if you were in the hospital with something serious gets into six figures pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I live oh, yeah. in I live in Connecticut and, you know, like I said, I I have to pay people's bills on a daily basis. And uh, some of the companies I work for, uh, I have to go to them, you know, when a case goes over five thousand dollars. I said, I, we're in Connecticut. Five thousand dollars five thousand dollars at a Connecticut hospital gets you a band aid and a lollipop. <laughs> you no, know, I mean, uh, but what a lollipop! So, I mean, it's you know, it's it's not just the political, uh, yeah. The politics in this country is absolutely messed up. Um, but at the same time, it's not just that; it's the corporate greed and being behold. You know, everybody, every corporation is beholden to shareholders. Yep. I mean, everybody wants to see a, a profit on their. You know, wants to make money on their money, uh, and I understand that. And I think you know, people should be able to make a profit, and you should be rewarded for creating a good product and uh, you know, be successful. But the problem is uh, the amount of uh, that people expect. Is that it just the greed just feeds greed and it's just getting worse and worse, mm-hmm. um, whether it be healthcare, whether it be um, pretty much any industry whatsoever. Uh, the whole corporate America thing, you know, the, that whole uh, what, those protests a few years ago, the 1% or the 99% uh, sit ins and all that stuff. Um, we might say, yeah, it's just a bunch of hippies trying to get laid and smoke dope in public. Uh, and to an extent it was. But at the same time, there was actually a, a reason behind it as well.
0: Yeah. You know what? So, I, and, and I know we probably want to wrap this up because pe- there's people who are shuddering right now. Like, no, no, talk about politics now. I'm, well, no, I'm usually uh, one of those people. But, you know, I think the solutions are pretty easy. Like cut the golden parachutes, right? And uh, and close the gap between you know middle management and the executives because there's such a there's such a disconnect you know in the, in the corporate ladder. It's like you got the guys at the top of the mountain and everyone's down in the valley you know drowning in lava and burning to death. You know it's
2: <laughs> and those and those are the people
0: that are in a, are better off.
2: <laughs> but yeah. but Yogi, you know it's, I, I I had an idea. I think I'm I'm going to make you my campaign manager. Me too. Get, get, you know get it get it out there. You know vote for Chip. And you know, sort of like vote sure. for Pedro. Dude, a chip know. is
0: an everyday person's name too. Like yeah. you can't trust some you can't not trust someone yeah. whose name is Chip. You know, that's a that's a nice name. Like, if your name was Akbar, people might be a little hesitant. You know, that's good branding right there.
2: Right. Chip. Exactly. We just yeah, yeah. You know, chip like middle Chip, like J- Jim. No. Jim. No. chip <laughs> yes, you know? Yeah. But, uh, chip. Uh, you know, chip I- off
1: the American block. Dude, people go.
3: love chocolate chips, people love yep. potato chips. I mean, everybody loves yep. chip.
0: Well, yeah, and I, and I saw it on Facebook uh, something that was trending was chip-related. Uh, it was uh, a butterscotch chocolate chip pancake and then an Oreo ba- banana oh, pancake. Apparently, oh. this was all the hotness on the Facebooks.
3: That sounds good. I made pancakes last night. You know what I did? I took strawberries, <laughs> cut them up, and put in the ma- and I took apple jacks with marshmallows, crushed them up, and stuck into the
2: batter. Nice. Mm, that sounds. No, to-
0: know how Chip got really quiet? He's like, "Now nah, I'm hungry. I'll be back."
2: i'm (laughs) I'm just vaping here man don't worry are Are you a vapor i am a vapor really well i mean like okay are you vaping you
1: know the marijuana
2: are you vaping like cigarettes no uh i'm vaping nicotine i guess it's the way to put it um no I, i quit smoking almost two years ago Good, Isn't vaping kind of like smoking? I don't want to un- uh, open up any major things here, but
1: eh, it's kind of well, it's kind of
2: smoking. It's smoking with, I mean, if you look at, the, one of the stores I go to has this thing which shows all the chemicals in a cigarette, and it's you know, uh, like .2, point two font, uh, and it's a page thick, full page of crap, versus what's in um, the juice in these things, and it's so, yes, there's a lot less chemicals. It's I'm not saying it's healthy, but I'm saying it's healthier than smoking regular cigarettes. Yeah. And uh, it's a hell of a lot cheaper. I've probably saved, I don't know, $5,000 in two years. Damn. Oh, it was 10 bucks a pack. So that's uh, – Ten dollars, that's East Coast, right? Oh yeah, that's So like that's, that's hard. This nasty video on Facebook that Normie puts up.
1: Oh my god, me too. I'm, I'm trying there. to look at the trending like, topics. And, and it's like <laughs> what the fuck right am I looking hair? at?
2: Um but you know uh it's so disgusting. so so that's what, like thirty six hundred dollars a year if uh wow. If wow. uh, you know, I, I was a pack a day smoker and I was close to it, versus twenty bucks a week.
1: Yeah, See, I think I think on yeah. the
3: West Coast, I've never smoked, never, not even once. I never tried it, but I think it. I think the average is right around five bucks here.
1: Yeah.
3: Really?
2: I know. Yeah. I know it wasn't when I was in Nashville. It was like four bucks a a pack, and I came home with like you know, I just filled the suitcase with cartons, but. uh <laughs> the uh but yeah in Connecticut uh, Connecticut I don't know what it is cuz like I said I haven't bought a pack in 2 years but when I when I quit it was getting to, it was very close if not over 10 bucks a pack wow and yeah, it's New York
0: City that then? uh 15 to 20 bucks right now for a pack it's crazy
2: yeah yeah when I was in NYC it was like yeah 15 20 bucks a pack and uh so I've saved a lot of money. I have, I am slowly weaning myself off. I'm. I'm taking the real short bus and slow route here because it's taken <laughs> two years. But uh, you know, I started with at like at 24 milligrams of nicotine uh, liquid, and I'm down to six. And in two weeks, I'll switch over to three. Or three weeks. I'll is switch
3: it? Over. It's, it's not. I don't. Is it really the nicotine, or is it like the ritual of doing it? Something you enjoy to do. We'll find out when I get down
2: to zero. Okay, because <laughs> they, <have, laughs> they have zero. Uh, they have zero vape juice, and at that point, it, I should be able to stop. But yeah, it, it's a great. You know, it's a great excuse. I can get up every hour and a half at my desk, and you know, take a walk outside to have a vape. Yeah, because or. Chip, Chip, I'm with you, man. I mean. I've been through addictions. My
3: addictions were different. I'm, I'm pretty much an open book, so if you know, somebody hears, maybe it encourages them if they de- they're battling their demons with substances. But I mean, I, I did. I was addicted to uppers, to speed, at one point. And the more, the further and further I got into being clean. I've been clean for eight years. Um, I f- I found out like it's it wasn't actually the speed that was the thing to do for me. It was actually the ritual of doing it, something to do. Mm. It was more of that than it was actually the addiction of of the chemical itself because it was Mm -hmm. never really that fun. The first time you do it, you're like, yeah, everything's great. And then it's all downhill from there, like any other drug. Mm. Uh, But I I think you'll find out that, I mean, you can do it with with zero. I mean, I know a lot of people who who, who vape with zero and they don't even smoke. They just like it. Why not? Right.
1: Just the whole fixation part of it, just the sitting down and yeah, doing something. It's just, just something. It's a little rich. Something? you yeah. do,
3: do you do the thing where you make your own little coils and stuff? And
2: no, I buy the coils. Uh. And I, 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 uh, no, uh, you know, I have to fill. You know, obviously I have to fill the chambers and all that. But mm-hmm. no, I I buy the coils and um, you know, like I said, it it worked though because when I've tried when I tried cold turkey, I was a twitchy mess. And somebody said, why don't you try one of those e-cigs? And I was like, all right, I got to do something. So I, I tried that. And yeah, it uh, took care of the nicotine craving.
3: Yeah, so I, all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All addictions battle against mm-hmm. the same part of your brain, whether it's mm-hmm. food, whether it's cigarettes, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol. They all battle that same part of your brain. And anyone who's been addicted to something can relate to anyone else who's been addicted to something else. hmm and I, I'm, I've i been there. I've been there with many different things. Right now, it's like video games. Sometimes I'm playing a game that sucks. and I'm like, why am I even playing this just because it fills that
1: void? Mm-hmm. For the trophies, man. The achievements. I, don't, I, don't even, I haven't looked at achievement lists or trophy lists in years, dude. <laughs> that's all me. I'm a trophy whore.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I don't chase them usually unless I see something that's like, okay, that's cool and interesting and different. But um, there's so, there is still something satisfying about hearing that little ping. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with uh, achievement, and I know we're we'll going off on a tangent already, but I think with achievements and trophies, they're good if they reinforce the core experience and actually enhance it. But when they force you to change your gameplay style and it becomes unfun, like you're doing something that would not happen naturally in, in a billion years, I don't like that. Like, uh, mm. you know, an achievement that, uh, I don't know, I'll be as abstract as possible. Uh, you know, spin around in circles a hundred times. You know, <laughs> shoot your gun in the air and then yeah. punch a baby in the face.
1: Oh, mm. that's an achievement. I love those achievements, though—the punching the babies in the face. Uh, mm. I mean, that's the point. point.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that that was in Fable, right? Um, <laughs> yep, yep. Probably. Yeah. It was in The Sims too, I think. But you, you, you're right, Yogi. But then there's certain ones where. It's kind of like a challenge and one of the, my favorite achievements of all time and I was proud to get was making it through the orange box version of either Half-Life, I think it was Half-Life 1, maybe it was Half-Life 2. It was one of the Half-Lifes on there <laughs> with uh, only shooting one bullet. That was cool though. Yeah, yeah, or
0: Half-Life 2 also had the same thing. They had another achievement like that where – you had note. to go through Ravenclaw or whatever it was called without using a gun. So you're going to use like kinetic weapons mm-hmm. or like the uh, the environmental weapons, like the saw blades and sticks and stuff like that. And that was pretty cool. Cause, see, I agree with that because that's something that that enhances the different. core experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it challenges you, but it's not taking it's not taking you out of the immersion of the experience. Right? You're still enjoying the game, and mm-hmm. it actually enhances it. You're pushing yourself further.
1: Yep. Half Life Two has that one where you have to carry the gnome from the very beginning and put it in the spaceship <laughs> at the very end too, right. and that was the most yeah. fun I had in that game because that was such a challenge. Because you had to like toss it ahead of you, fight everyone, try to find where you threw it, and like try to just survive with this this gnome all the entire game. Yeah, that's I, it awesome. Was, but it was, yeah, I mean Yogi and, and, and Chippy, right? I mean, it's if, if achievements make you consider using a different weapon or trying a different playstyle, I think it's good. But I, I'm playing. Uh, or I was playing Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate, and some of those achievements are just like just collect the random shit we put in this world, and that's it's, that's it's not skill collecting this stuff, but it's just it's just busy work, right? It's, busy.
3: it's definitely busy work. Like, the, like what you guys are saying, like no kill trophies, fantastic. The ones that suck that I think people should leave them out. You should only have to play a game through once on maybe right. the hardest difficulty to get all the achievements. We have to play it through twice and do s- different choices and different endings. Like that's a pain in the ass. It's just
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: it's a it's a, it's a it's a buzzkill, man.
1: It's a buzzkill. Speaking of buzzkills, <laughs> this is a segue. What do you guys yeah. think about uh, Gambit being removed from uh, Marvel's lineup? Who's that? Yeah. No, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you got the trolling again. Damn it. No, 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 Gambit. No, I'm serious. Uh, they, 20th Century Fox announced that uh, they've removed the Gambit movie from their lineup.
0: Okay. Ooh. That makes me a little sad. That's yeah. my but, like uh... favorite character. Yeah,
2: yeah, or are well, they he... replacing it with another Deadpool movie? Is that it? They're probably...
1: You know what? Someone said online they're probably rewriting it to make it rated R now, which is what everyone's doing right yeah. now. I wouldn't be surprised if it came back as a rated R Gambit movie. It's
3: going to be sure, a French Marvel, Marvel
0: Netflix. Netflix. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, wait, wait,
3: wait, bro. I was saying they should, man, because the the Marvel Netflix are like the best Marvel things. I mean, they're the things that I actually really get into, is the Netflix shows, and they're rated R. You know, I, re- I, re- I really like them, man. They're just going all out, dude.
2: Yeah, me too. Well, he, we've we've we had this uh, argument on both uh, the B team and Agents of Shield, uh, because we saw this as being a dangerous precedent. And first of all, Deadpool is not the first R-rated superhero or even Marvel movie. Blade was, right, and and the Punisher, and the Watchmen, which is DC. But so it's not the first R-rated superhero movie. And I think if you want to throw the Crow in there, I think that was as well. Um, But this is the first successful. R-rated superhero movie. And not only that, it's the most successful R-rated movie, at least for opening weekend, of all time. Mm. So, uh, you know, and everything in Hollywood is copy everybody else, just like in the video game industry. And we're seeing that. And the first, I didn't see the Gambit thing or that, but uh, now the Blu-ray release of Batman v Superman, (laughs) Is going to be an R. Is going to get uh, the R rating treatment. You have one fucking there, like fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you! Well, you can, you can, I think you can is. use fuck th- three times in a PG-13
1: movie. I think Batman pegs Superman in the uh, DVD version. Didn't <laughs> I, I, I'm
2: just oh, guessing. Boy. I, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just hoping for some Wonder Woman titties. Wonder oh, titties.
0: I, now, I can oh, get down I'm behind saying. that. I can get down but, with
2: that man. Or
1: but. Aquaman eats some fish. Oh. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh man, an uh, innuendo! Uh,
0: <laughs> oh. He
1: likes
2: sushi. Oh, guys, <laughs> the uh he likes snapper. Um, <laughs> That's flounder, taco. man. Yeah, uh, uh, he'll take the red snapper. uh No, i have be like a really bad s-
0: clam chowder reference, but <laughs> <leave> that alone.
2: <laughs> I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> The only problem, though, is he has crabs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh boy! Under the this sea. Is, uh, rated under, under the way. sea. Oh, no. Under. <laughs> Life is the better under the
2: sweater. So, so, but, so I think I think there are certain superhero movies that can go with the R rating. Deadpool Deadpool worked. That was fine. Wolverine. Hell yes. Uh, If there's time, they should probably think about uh, ramping up Suicide Squad, because I think that would make a great R-rated movie. Yeah, it would. Um, But I don't need Captain America or Iron Man or mainstream Marvel heroes to go for the R rating. There's no reason for it.
3: There's no reason to change it. If it's already something, you already got a feeling you know what you're going to get, there's no reason to amp it up for controversy to make, you know. Right. Plus, there's not a lot of... I mean, they could do what Deadpool did and make <laughs> it rated R, and then a bunch of parents bring their little kids. And I bet you this has got to be the most walked out of
2: movie by parents with their
3: kids, probably in history.
2: <laughs> well, that's their fault, they'd though. Try- yeah, I, it, it is. They tried to say, do not take your kids to this movie. My, my Facebook uh, feed was filled with this is not, uh, this is not a com- comic book movie for kids. Do not take your kids.
0: Really and who, awesome. didn't, who didn't know that going in, even if they're not familiar with the subject matter? That's, I mean, are, are these the same people that take their, their kids to strip clothes to eat lunch? I mean, what, what is this? I, I don't get it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And all the advertising was rated R, rated R, rated R, rated R. Although I guess they were kind of deceptive a little bit with their advertising
3: that's that's for us who watches youtube and ign and shit like that i mean most parents are just watching whatever they're watching on tv 30 second commercial break Mm -hmm. which is not r you know Mm -hmm.
0: but they go into the theater and they buy a ticket and it says r on it what do they think it's really the r says for really good (laughs) (laughs) i I, I don't understand radical Radical. It's radical. Oh. oh, look at this, honey. This set has It must be really good. Must yeah. <laughs> be
1: radical, right for families. Yeah, right,
0: right for families.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: if if you even look at the way they used to rate movies, if you watch PG and PG thirteen movies from like 10, 15, 20 years ago, there was a lot of cuss words in them.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, Problem Child had shit in it. I remember that because like, the theater just erupted when uh, in Problem Child the, the kids said shit. That was like the shit. best part. And it was, there was like blue chips. I
3: think it was a PG 13 minute. It was nothing but cussing that I remember. Cussing.
0: <laughs> I hate oh, it, but I, America, think... I think we Americans have become a bit pussified.
2: Oh, yeah. big time.
1: <laughs> That's really what it comes well, down to. Show too. a nipple and it's like burn the cinema down, but decapitate someone. It's like, oh, yeah, good show, good show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're it's... weird. Yeah, if you think I mean, about it, you guys, let me, let me do a, a
3: circle blow right now. Chip, Yogi, Matt—you guys all have controversial sort of podcasts. You guys do not, definitely are not family friendly. You just kind of do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Chip and Eli talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. Obviously, John and 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 and, and Matt on VGO are just off the hook. Like what you know, one minute we're talk about <laughs> the AIDS when the Craigslist opens, the AIDS come into town and shit. Like we, we all do, like what we want to do, which is the way it should be. Yeah, that's, that's the way it should be. But you guys do not put advisory things in being beginning of your podcast and it's getting it's getting to my kids because i'm letting them listen to vgo and horseplay oh. and and the b team and what the fuck guys were you letting your kids listen to vgo yeah my kid well they <laughs> turned three so i gave them you know an ipod it was <laughs> loaded up with all that all the good podcasts and there's so no okay freeman yeah. well, I, uh,
0: <laughs> I really did like the i really did like the wiggles interpretation of negro lover that was a really good <laughs> When the Wiggles do it, I mean, it just really hits home. It, it tugs at a heartstring, man.
3: Hey, what are you talking about? You lost me in that reference. If you
1: could see me <laughs> just shaking my head, though, a lot of the times when, like, the AIDS song starts. And at least the, the character of a vagina hasn't popped up recently because uh, I thought that was actually going to land me in jail at one Ooh, point. I
3: actually, those are some of the favorite things I like them. VJ, You guys been lax lately, man. You amp it up, dude. I need some more guitars and some more drinking and more vaginas. I don't know.
1: I, yeah, It's good to listen to. It's fun <laughs> to listen to, man. As a listener, it's fucking exciting. <laughs> alright, alright. By the, the way, guys. some
0: By yeah. the way, guys, we got some feedback in the chat here. Oh, You have a chat, damn it. Hey, chat. There's a counterpoint here from Beard and Hat. He says uh, comics are R, the comics are R-rated anyway. The subject matter is R-rated anyway. Why not follow them more closely? Softening the stories or pulling punches to keep it in the PG-13 rating, rating is a cop-out. Also, Kanye Wiggles crossover.
1: Hey, Yogi, and let's put this out to our Twitch list. Is are we on Twitch right now? Is that what we're streaming on?
0: Oh yeah, I was simulcasting there. Figured I'd try something different for this one. You
1: know. Yeah, so let's uh, open it up to live questions then. In the last fifteen minutes here, if anyone has a question for one of the hosts, uh, maybe Yogi, you can help us just by reading those on air.
0: Yeah, we can do that. I, mean, I still uh, got some. I still got some headlines.
2: Yeah, oh. we got fifteen minutes, but uh, the. I want to respond to that in that, A, the comics, uh, ha, you know, comic books have had the comics code authority since the 1950s. Granted, it's not followed any longer, but they still oh. do rate uh, the age on comic books. That's true. And uh, if I think any issue of Captain America or Spider Man or anything like that is probably a 12 or 14 uh, rating. So, I mean, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. still – so PG th- – and PG-13, you can do a lot with a PG-13 movie. Just look at what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done thus far. Oh, yeah. uh, so, I, I – and I don't – like I said, I don't have a problem. I want a R-rated Wolverine. I want an R-rated Suicide Squad. But I don't need an R-rated Captain America or Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at a certain
0: point, it becomes pandering, right? Exactly. So- So, yeah, he's saying Captain America is adult rated, so is Spider-Man. So, yeah, you know, I think we're all passionate about that stuff. This is stuff we, you know, we grew up with for for Mm -hmm. decades. So, you know, I I, I agree with Chip. Like, I I like the edgier stuff, but I don't want to do it just to pander. Art for a reason. Like, yeah, it has to bring something to the table. Like Jessica Jones, I felt was a show that did itself a disservice by starting off so strong in the beginning, the way it did with all the sexual tension and everything. And then it, when you gave it a chance, it was actually a lot more than that. Because, I mean, that thing starts off like a soft corn porn, and, and I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, I mean, I'm glad I get to see her ass, but, I mean, <laughs> is this yeah. a porn or is this a comic book hero show? What's going on here? So, Wait, I saw, know, I
1: saw her ass? Like, forget that part. I yeah, you see her
0: ass a few times. She walks in, well, it's not bare, but she's, like, walking around in, like, really skimpy underwear. Hmm.
1: I'm yeah. going do some re what, what was your subject, Yogi, before we, uh, before we call it a night?
0: Well, yeah, I just realized the time myself. Uh, I, you know what? We'll just do something different. I'm going to just go through some quick uh, things that I noticed on social media. So what I did, I, I pulled some things from Facebook, uh, BuzzFeed, and StumbleUpon. Just mm. to kind of see what's part of the zeitgeist right now. And if we actually give a shit. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. I'll, go for it. I'm just going to machine gun them, and then we'll come back to them. So... Cats, of course. <laughs> then I mentioned pancakes. Uh, people are hyped about The Division that's coming out next month, early next month. All right. I said this week. This week? Holy shit. No, no, next week. Next, next week. week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm jumping ahead. Uh, Puppy Monkey Baby, still going strong.
1: Who's <laughs> <I'm singing. laughs> Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Puppy Baby. baby. Pu- Puppy Monkey Baby.
2: Um, I, Eli got Eli got really upset when I re, when I did my Super Bowl intros a couple of weeks ago. He got really pissed off when I referred to him as Puppy Monkey Baby because he didn't know <laughs> he didn't know who Puppy Monkey Baby was. And then he w- went and watched it on YouTube, and he's here. Fuck you, Puppy
0: Monkey. Baby. <laughs> he's probably starting he's gonna have trouble sleeping because you either think Puppy Monkey Baby is cute, or you're like, that's creepy. Stop it, Puppy <laughs> Monkey Baby. <laughs> but uh. I saw a great quote, too, that I think you you guys might like, uh, from Tony Robbins. For some reason, a lot of people were sharing this particular quote. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know if people felt inspirational. They felt, like, motivated. But I saw this retweeted and shared a bunch of times. Uh, If I'm committed, there's always a way. Simple and sweet.
1: Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Tony (laughs) Robbins. (laughs) Uh, That's, like, refrigerator advice. Shut up. I know,
0: I know. It's, it's pretty canned. Uh, Street Fighter Five. people still complain about how incomplete that game is. And then it's like two people that say, it's a good game. I'm still enjoying it. It's like, why are you apologizing for a game that yeah. should have been a $20 offering with like expansions? And,
3: and I hear they're releasing
1: the start screen next week as DLC. In the,
3: yeah. In their defense, they came out and said they're putting, they putting out this to get it rolling so they can do the competitions and stuff. The full game comes out in June. It, it was very, very noted. I guess a lot of people just didn't know. It was so if you bought But, bombers,
2: they, ch- but how, they shouldn't charge you for right, right. Uh, half a game. Yeah, well, fine. Then you can charge me for the single player bit when it comes out. For now. Yeah, for t- that's exactly you know, right. 20 that's, bucks imagine, and then when the rest comes down, pay for it. Right, imagine yeah.
0: buying a car and they say, hey, the engine's not ready right now, but everything else is good to go.
1: As long oh, as that motherfucker the- has
3: holes in the bottom, you can use your feet to push like Flintstones.
1: But it's a good analogy. It's like saying the auto show is coming up, so here's a shell of a car just to tide you over. But pay the full fifty grand, and don't worry, we'll release the rest of it later. It's stupid.
2: Yeah, what, if, think, and what, if it. they, what if they realize, you know, like, uh, what was it, Batman Arkham or uh, Arkham Knight? The, yeah. the PC people got s- screwed. You know, right. they bought the yeah. game. It didn't work. They tried to fix it. Fortunately, uh, the Warner Brothers gave everybody their money back if they wanted it.
3: And that game but, runs
2: uh, flawlessly now, which is crazy. But <laughs> so, I mean, uh, where is what? What if they said, you know, fuck it? We don't. We're not doing the single player. Uh, all you're getting is the multiplayer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. And it, I just found it was weird, like, recently, I forgot who they interviewed from Capcom, but they were like, we're considering adding, uh, Arcade, we're, we're, we're considering Arcade more, I'm like, yeah. you're considering it? What? what? I thought you, that was already a done deal, and it was coming, it was on the way, like, what does it consider? That's, that's like, a, it's been a part of Street Fighter from the beginning, like, I, I don't yeah. know, I'm, I'm not gonna get around, I know we gotta wrap it up soon, so...
2: Just, but, uh, man, I'd, I'd be selfless. What, what was that stupid game uh, John was screaming about all summer long uh, on Nintendo? Splatoon. Right? Oh, Yeah. Splatoon. yeah. <laughs> you know, th- there's That's one the where, thing. you know, well, we're giving you this now, and then over the next couple of months, you'll get the rest of it. And the reason we're doing that is, well, you can't handle the full game now.
1: And I argued That's against them. Like, you just treat your players with respect and be like, here's the full content, do with what you will. Or instead of, like, as little kids, like, line up for your next weapon, boys and girls. Make sure you don't sell this back to eBay or EB Games. Here's your little bubble gun next week. It just, <laughs> it just, seemed, it just seemed like disrespecting the players. Like, no, I bought the game. If this stuff is on the disc you gave me, give me full access to it and let me play the game and... Use the weapons when I want. It just seems like such a weird hand-holding thing to do. Yeah, yes. then, you know,
3: like, The Witcher did that too, but The Witcher also gave you a get- more game than you ever want. And then they gave you right, free stuff every difference. week.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah,
2: yeah. It's a whole different that paradigm
3: shift. Right. Yep.
1: That's the,
2: yeah, that, that's the
3: age, that is the age of this whole early access thing where people are buying games that are unfinished. You're testing. Whoa, them for them. Whoa,
0: Ives. Are you reading the chat? Because that's what I just said in the chat.
3: No, no, I'm not. They I'm straight up just...
0: said you could blame the early access community for this. Wow. <laughs> because
3: it is. That's, that's what it is. Like the early, everyone's buying these games on Steam. i mostly PC gamers, but now it's going to consoles. I mean, I'm a PC gamer mostly now, but I mean, I came from a console background, and mm-hmm. you didn't see stuff like that. You've usually bought the games, and then now with all these digital patches and patches, you know, just pushing through, and you're getting the full game, most of the game, you know, at launch, and all this stuff. It, it, it it's crazy, man. But it's also cool at the same time because it can fix games that are broken. Right, yeah, but, it's but
2: it also lets them release broken games. Yeah, I was, yeah.
3: Once I said that, I knew someone was going to say something like that. <laughs> and
0: you know, <laughs> you know I'm I, I, I'm in the middle on this argument because the people, the early access community, is mainly indie companies that really need that 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 jump start. They need the cash infusion, and they probably don't want to go through venture capital. Cap, venture capital, more times than not, will kill a project, and they'll lose the creative control. So I respect that. Uh, if, you ever, if you ever knew anybody that works in VC, they're total douchebags. You, 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 yeah, go, good luck working with an angel. They're, they're more like devils. But yeah. you know the, the the thing is, this should not be happening with big studios. There's no excuse. There's no. But the big studios are shoveling us shit, and no one's talking about that. I have more problem with big studios charging full price for our off-the-shelf, you know, game, you know, re- release, and that you know, and it's incomplete, and they're Hard distracting parts. value from it. Than, than I do with with uh, with early access games that are coming from indie companies because at least there's a, there's a justification there and the expectations are managed better. You know right mm-hmm. off the bat that you're taking a risk. They're not trying to you know do the bait and switch on you. It's a whole different story.
1: Yeah, that was good points. You should have a you should have a podcast, Yogi. You should, dude. Yogi, you'd
3: I'm be right. awesome at talking.
1: I'm working on yeah. it. The thing is I I talk fast and, you know, people don't like Latino. No, man, do so it. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd support you, man. I'd listen to it. You know what? Try it and I'll listen to it. Well, I don't know.
0: I've been following the Oscar thing and there's not that much Latino representation, you know.
1: Oh. Uh, you the, guys act?
0: Lat- Latino problems, you know. I <laughs> <hashtag> Latino <laughs> problems. Not no, yeah, and you know George
1: Lopez, ten years still hasn't gotten an Oscar. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Yeah, his cutting edge humor about being Latino. I don't, I don't know why it hasn't. Uh, Dude, been
2: recon- it's yet.
1: it's so meta too, right? It's so self aware.
2: <laughs> hey, if Fresh Off the Boat doesn't win an Emmy for best comedy this year, yeah, there, there there's, ro- there's some type of conspiracy going on. I'm quitting basically <laughs> everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyways. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to bite my tongue because I'm going to go off another tangent. But Fresh Off the Boat is, is a pretty funny show. Though it does remind uh, me a lot of another show. That's all I'm going to say. Do we have any questions? <laughs> do we have any questions from the that chat? my five-minute warning for effort? you guys, by the way, if you guys heard that. I
1: uh, appreciate oh, it. But so do we have any questions weird. from
0: the chat? Uh, the last the, – no question. It was just a comment. Well, Obi said, had to go. He said, good show, guys. Love you. I wish you Obi. loved me more, Matt. Obi. Dude,
1: I love you, Obi. I send uh, like every month and I never hear anything back. That's too nice. <laughs> and uh, Beauty Hat says be- games shouldn't
0: be broken on release. Tester and QA should do their job. True. Why pay beta test a game? True. Yeah. That's yeah. why they.
3: That's why they open these these closed betas and alphas that are really practically betas for everyone else to do the job for them. You know what I mean? Or,
2: uh, that way you don't have to pay health benefits to uh, your beta tester, your QA people, and in the studio you can just have the public do it for free yeah it's
0: great let me to reconvene because i want to I, I i know we got to get ready for the walking dead but like you talk when you guys talk about that all i can think of how much the, the 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 studios and the publishers have cut costs no inserts you know less content in the core product dlc used to be for value added now it's value detracted from the core offering like yeah. wow! Like how much more are they gonna take away from it? You know, like you said, you joked earlier. I uh, they are to make they gonna pay charge you for the, the the pause functionality. That's gonna be a DLC.
3: I don't joke, dude. I'm serious all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't play. I don't play jokes. Don't no, play he's, he's dead serious, man. I'm
1: dead so dead let's serious. Uh, let's go around, do one more uh, where you can find us, pitch whatever you're working on, and then I think we'll wrap it up, guys. Sounds good. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, go first, Chip bro. will start. To, what, okay, well, we'll go reverse. Uh, so, yeah, my name was, or still is, Matt Bradford. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, it's now Melvin. Mitch uh, now Bradley. Bradley.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mitch, Mitch Bradley. Mitch. Uh, Bel- I'm on uh, Zombiecast uh, Monday nights, 8 p.m. on all games. Uh, Tuesday nights, Video Game Outsiders on the Riot Cast Network. You can find me in the Guinness World Records Gamers Edition. Uh, you can hear my voice hopefully on your radio on stuff I can't talk about. And if you read industry magazines, I am literally an editor of a Ontario Waste Management Association magazine. So hey, if you want to hear about the latest waste trends, uh, follow me on Twitter at Matt McFly M A T T O M C F L Y. It's not like a shitty job, Matt. It is a sh- it is a shitty job covering shitty stories, talking to <laughs> shitty people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I cover. Uh, that's mean. just uh, sorry.
1: I do that in a healthcare magazine and a, um, a steel industry magazine. So I need more creative projects in my life. But let's uh, Yogi. Let's go in reverse order here. So Yogi. Or was it EMS? EMS. Okay. Uh, they call me EMS. Yep. Find me
3: on everything. Uh, find my show, Horribly Awkward, at, at awkward underscore podcast on Twitter. And Horrible Gamers, which is on allgames.com. Oh. Horribly Awkward, which is on the BS Podcast Network. Find me out. Look me up. Find me. Sean Fuller on Facebook. Let's get personal.
0: Yogi. I am Yogi. uh, YogiZilla everywhere. Uh, Xbox Live, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. I don't know what else I'm on. I'm I'm somewhere out there. Just Google me. I'm sure you can find me and stalk me and do creepy things. Um, And um, usually uh, you'll find me uh, playing Xbox Live or on Steam, playing video games or somewhere on social media in the ether of the internet. Uh, you can join me live 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, Thursday nights for Horseplay Live. I also do a bi-weekly show called Timmy Wimey Tea Time that used to be about Doctor Who, but now it's about whatever the fuck I feel like talking about. And that's on Saturdays <laughs> at noon. And uh, both of those shows are on all games. And uh, also at geekyantics.net for slash podcast. That's all I got. <laughs>
2: uh, chip. You can find me every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, on allgames.com on the B Team podcast with my co hosts, Fred, Ryan, and Eli, where we talk games, we talk tech, we talk some TV, and whatever else we feel like doing. I also do another show, which is on All Games as well, and both of these shows are available on iTunes and Stitcher, called uh, Agents of Shield Cast, where we talk the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And may, usually Marvel's Agents of Shield, but when it's not on, we do, uh, and or there's another Marvel show going, we do additional podcast and cover everything from the movies to Jessica Jones to Daredevil. We're doing our last Agent Carter cast uh, this week as well for the season, possibly series finale.
1: When uh, when does Agents of Shield come back? By the way,
2: uh, March eighth next week. Okay, good. I love that show.
1: Yes. Alright, hey guys. I think this was uh, successful. I'm gonna call it uh, the best one yet. Yep. All in favor? Yep. Aye. Yep. Aye. Yay! Aye. Or a good. Horse. It's, it's settled. Yeah. Thanks for hosting. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thank you, guys. It's. Uh, I think we had a fantastic time. Now, let's all end on what we think uh, "Sound of a Rainbow" makes. Uh, ready? Three, two,
0: one. Oh. <laughs> 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 Meow
3: mixer, meow mixer, please deliver. Get it, point. No, that's where you leave in. Leaving this part in, Sean Freeman's the best. Don't, don't, Freeman, don't.
1: My process. This is my This is my process. my process. This is process. This is my process.
2: my process. my process. This is my process. This Who's the master? are
3: not the master. He's the master, but he's got the big dick. He's the
2: master too, but his
3: dick's a little smaller. Can they dock
2: him together? <laughs> oh
3: dear God! Weird. Who said that? That's creepy. That sounded really like that that Smigel character from that, the That's rings. Bradford. Smigel. He has
2: the best voices.
1: <laughs> no, I think
3: that was, was All right, guys, let's you. go. I'm Walking Dead time. Peace out.